Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. Let's let's go to the Word of God. Let's just do that. Welcome to church. Acts chapter 3 and verse 5. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Let's pray. Father, have your way in this service. Speak to our hearts as we reach forward for you in Jesus' name. A professor was giving a big test one day to his students. He handed out all of the tests and went back to his desk to wait. Once the test was over, the students handed the tests back in. The professor noticed that one of the students had attached a $100 bill to his test with a note saying, a dollar per point. The next class, the professor handed the graded tests back out. This particular student got his test, his test grade, and $50 change. I would like to preach for a little while on the thought of a message, Can You Spare some change. We read in our Bible reading that Peter and John had gone together to the temple to pray. It said the ninth hour. Now that was about 3 p.m. and it was an hour of prayer. There was a man, a certain man. This was in the Bible deals with not hypotheticals so much as real people. A certain man was lame and was carried to this gate which was called beautiful of the temple, and laid before the gate to ask, and we're not finding fault, but literally to ask an alms, or for some, what we know in 2020 as spare change. Now, if you have no other means, it's not a crime or a sin to beg. The man was probably hungry and was looking to make his stomach stop growling. Peter and John They saw each other, so this man saw Peter and John, and he saw them about to go into the temple. And Peter and John said, look on us. He asked, the Bible said, in alms. He said, can you spare some change? And the Bible says, Peter and John, you know, if you don't want to give anybody a, a dollar, you kind of look away when the guy with the sign is at the, at the stoplight. Well, Peter and John said, look at us, look at us. And he gave heed in our Bible reading unto them, expecting to receive something of them. And we want to look at three things in this Bible scripture and Bible setting I believe that that's a a question that we ask God, we ask others, and others perhaps ask us. But I would like to look, you need, sometimes you say, well, preacher, if I had a dollar, you know, sometimes we need a dollar. But I believe Peter and John knew that he needed more than that. Really, he needed a touch from God. He needed the dunamis power, the dynamite power of God, more than a dollar bill or a piece of silver. Change is a word that means what? To alter, to modify. It means to make or become different. You know, change is often something that is most needed and yet most fought against. 
But you know, sometimes staying the same isn't an answer. What is insanity? It means doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. The first thing I would like to look at is changing. Changing. Uh, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. The Bible said that Peter, after talking to this lame man and saying, look on us, he said, it seems like a, not what you want to hear. Silver and gold have I none. Now, I thought about what Peter said, and it's interesting. I believe Peter had a good attitude. Say, preacher, why? Now, have you ever had no money? Right. Is your attitude usually good or not so good? He didn't stay home from church. He didn't have a rotten attitude. He seemed almost excited about it. Have you ever been joyful even though you didn't have any money? Well, Peter was. He said, look on us. He said, I don't have any money. But he said something else. He said, such as I have, give I thee. Now, I believe Peter had a change of attitude. Have you ever had a changing attitude? Changing means it's not staying the same. It's becoming different. It's active. I believe that Peter realized that we needed not to be conformed unto this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, we need an attitude change sometimes. Peter had fixed his attitude and he was on the way to church. The Bible said, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man may perish, our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That's what changes. And really the word repent means to change your mind. It comes from two Greek words, meta, which means like metamorphosis. It means to change. And noia, which means your mind. Repent doesn't mean cry. It doesn't mean go on your knees. It means to change your mind. You know, some people change when they see the light. Some people change when they feel the heat. We see Peter was changing. His attitude was changing. And you know, we need God to change us. And I believe also it shows that uh, God had changed his attitude because he was going up to pray with John. You know, relationships are important, aren't they? Well, his attitude was good in so much that he wasn't going to church by himself. He was going to church with his brother. You know, I, how many times have I asked my wife, God, honey, forgive me. I'm getting ready to preach, and I feel like there's something between us. There wasn't barbed wire, but I had probably said something insensitive. But I knew I wanted to fix that relationship before I preached the Word of God and became a hypocrite. So I believe that we need this changing. Can you spare some change? God can do some changing if we will change our mind. And the second thing, changing. So allow God. Reserve the right to change your opinion. Reserve the right to, to grow. Reserve the right to get more intelligent. Don't stay the same. Change. Be changing. The second thing is changed. Changed. You know, kids have this wonderful invention today. It changes dirty clothes into clean clothes. Preacher, I know what that is, right? It's called mother. <laughs> but you see, 
that when we have changed, we have gone from one thing to another thing. The Bible said Peter took this man. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately the man sued Peter. No, it said immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And the Bible said, now he was a changed man. He leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping. And the Bible said, this isn't too hard to believe, right? There's no medical bills here. Praising God. Praising God. The Bible said that Peter explained. He said, we didn't do anything. He said, and his name, speaking of the name of Jesus, through faith in his name, what? The name of Jesus hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. They knew who this guy was. They had seen him before. Many had probably given him an offering. And Peter said, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Peter goes on to explain in Acts chapter 4, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven, given among men, whereby ye we must be saved. You see, there is a changed nature. When you give your life to Jesus, we're not speaking about an offering. We're not speaking about going to church. These are both things that Peter and John have already kind of dealt with. But the change came before they even got to church and when they didn't have any money. The change came through Jesus. The Bible says I, there was a wonderful uh, a preacher that I met some years ago and it was unfortunate. He preached a funeral of someone uh, uh, whose relative attended our church. And he preached the message entitled, well, he preached it from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And he preached from that verse of scripture. He said, I know it's not good English, but he preached the thought of a message where you be. And I know that sounds kind of that, but it was a wonderful message and it stuck with me. Where you be? Where are we? Are we in Christ? We have changed. We have changed. And uh, there's been a great change in me. I am not the same man that I was before I got saved. Maybe I'm not all that I should be, but I'm not what I was. <laughs> the Bible says, when you become a Christian, beloved 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. Now are we the sons of God. Now. When? Now. And when you get saved, you begin to purify yourself because you have this hope inside you. Even as he is pure, we're saint. Preacher, you're no saint. Saints exist, not just up in heaven or in New Orleans, bunch of big guys with football helmets on, but the saints are living Christians. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1, Paul wrote to them, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints, which are at, currently at the time, right? Ephesus. Saints are real people that have been saved, that have been changed, that have been changed. Can you spare some change? 
Changing is one thing. Changed is another thing. No, I've been changed. I'm not that way anymore. The Bible says, lie not one to another, seeing ye have put off the old man with his deeds. I've changed darkness for light. I have changed sin. The Bible said, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he should save his people from their sins. I've changed sin for salvation. I have changed being powerless to being powerful in Jesus Christ. I have changed the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom, been translated to the kingdom of God's dear son. I've changed. Say, preacher, I don't have any money though. Well, dogs don't have any money. So Jerry Seinfeld said, isn't that amazing? Dogs have no money. They're broke their entire lives. But they get through. Do you know why dogs have no money? No pockets. <laughs> well, also, if you're changing and changed, God has more that God wants in your life. Can you spare some change to be a changer? So we started with changing, a changing attitude, a changing outlook on life, changing goals, changing words, and then changed. This man, he changed. He went from not being able to walk to jumping up and down and praising God. Now that's changed. I want a church full of those people. There was a man some years ago, uh, a brother came to church and he would literally jump up and down in the song service. He was very excited. Oh, for a church full of people like that. Not put-ons, but naturally, right? Excited about Jesus Christ. So preacher, what would people say? That's exactly right. What would people say? People would say, there's something real that has to do with these men and women. I remember reading... uh, I think it was in the cross and the switchblade. This church had gotten real excited and this revivalist had come and opened the windows up. Well, some people didn't like that in the community. These church folks making noise. And so someone went and found someone who wasn't a Christian. They were a Jew. And said, can you believe it? These Christians making all this noise. What do you think of that? And If I'm correct on remembering this illustration, the Jewish man said, you know what? If our Messiah had come back like they claimed to have found the Messiah, we would be making the same kinds of noise. We would be praising God. The Bible said that all the people saw him walking, but not just walking, but praising God. And they knew it was he which sat for alms at the gate of the temple. You know that the Bible, people wants to, want to see a difference. A difference, a change. You know that when a change comes in our life, God wants us to use that change to change others. When Simon was getting ready to betray Jesus Christ, Jesus said, Satan desired to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith fail not. And notice what Jesus said to Peter, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. When I change you, Peter, you change others. Strengthen them, lift them up. You know, the Bible says, if any man be overtaken in a fault, it's in Galatians chapter six and, and verse one, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one 
in the spirit of meekness. Be a changer. Lift them up. Hey, brother. Hey, sister. How can I be a blessing to you? You know that the Bible says, create in me a clean heart, O God. That's what David said. And renew a right spirit in me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Now notice, after the prayer of David to be changed, the prayer of David to to be changing, to have a, a changed life and a changed outlook, God asked Can you spare some change, David? David answered, notice Psalm 51 and verse 13. Then, then after you have changed me, after my attitude changes, then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Can you spare some change? Can you spare some changing? Can you spare being changed by God? God has some spare change. And then it said all the people saw this man who used to be sat at the gate, beautiful, walking and praising God. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. It said the man gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. You know that if you're driving, don't bow your head, but if you just want to bow your head for a moment, God can spare some change if you expect to receive something of him. And I'm not talking about church, and I'm not talking about an offering or money, but Christ. He can change you to where, say, well, my attitude's rotten, preacher. Hey, God can change it. He's changed mine. But he can also make you changed. If you confess Jesus, he can forgive your sins. He can wash you of them. And he can make you a new creature. So where you be is in Christ. But God doesn't stop there. God's looking for some changers. Some world changers. Isn't that what you wanted to do when you were in high school? And maybe you're in high school now. Say, preacher, I want to change the world. Well, let me tell you what Jesus said to his disciples. He said, follow me. And I will make you, I will change you. He said, I will make you fishers of men. Changers. If you want to change the world, start following Jesus. You'll be just that. And you'll look back on your life. And the only regret was that, man, I didn't follow Jesus sooner. Can you spare some change? And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Expect to receive something of God. God bless you as a prayer. prayer. See you at church on Sunday, 9 a.m., 1857 Wells Road. You can stay in your car if you want to. You can get out and, uh, and uh, socially distance fellowship if you want to. God bless you is our prayer. We love you. We think about you. We're praying for you. God can do something for you. God bless you.